and love you again. Hate you and love you, then I hate you again. Dog. special guest today welcome thank you thank you how would you like to be addressed during this episode your majesty your majesty okay um is there another name we could use in the I'll, english language I'll, I'll take steve okay welcome to steve this is our first official guest on the podcast mm -hmm. and we're very excited to get into some things steve do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself that's the first question yeah are we really going Right. Uh, my name is Steve. I'm currently a teacher. I've held over 10 jobs. Uh, and that's about it. I do a lot of thinking. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Are you from the DMV? Are you from the D of the DMV? The M of the M DMV? Like I'm an official Washingtonian. Born in Columbia's Hospital for Women. I have a 557 social security number. I am oh, actually wow. from here. Wait, they give you social security numbers based on where you were born? Mm -hmm. Social security numbers. Mm -hmm. Why are you guys looking at me like, that's funny because how would I know how my social security number came from if I'm an immigrant? First and foremost, that's a setup. I'm not going to take that. No, I'm just saying, do they give immigrants different sets of social security numbers? I don't know what they do with immigrants. Probably, I don't know. Wow, I just thought it was a random number. No. So if you're from the DMV, you have a, your your social security starts with a certain see, set of numbers. I can't speak to that. Mm -hmm. I think that was more of a, a yearly type of thing because I have a different number. I'm not going to put my numbers out there, but you feel me? Uh, my numbers just look different. And I think maybe, you know, based on what hospital something. from the, maybe what decade you born in, I don't know. Okay. You probably have like a seven something, because I think that was the next set of numbers. Seven? I don't even know. Let me not say what my social security is. I ain't put your number out there. Okay. All right. So it's good to know we have a native Washingtonian in the building. Um, Sean and you versus me. I guess it's a two against one. Um, if I say anything that, you know, outs me as a transplant, you know, forgive me. I mean, the accent alone. The accent alone? Oh, I forgot. You guys say Merlin. There's like no A in there. All right, so we're not putting it disrespectful. Wait, that's or not what? disrespectful. That's just a fact. You guys say Maryland but and I say Maryland. But you add, you add in a little extra emphasis. So how would you say fight. the state? Maryland. No, you got to speak up now so everybody can hear. How would you actually say it? Maryland. You put you put emphasis on it. Right, but you're putting a little extra sauce on it. It's unnecessary. How would you say it, Steve? It's Maryland. See? Why you, you be trying okay, to make it out, no. make us out to be... These country bumpkins. I never. Why would I think you guys were country bumpkins? I will say though, I did not realize how rural Maryland is until I got here. I thought it was like all of the state of Maryland was just as packed as like DC and New York and whatnot. But I didn't realize how rural it was until I got here. Even right outside of DC. Not at all. Not at all. No. It's not, or it is. No, I'm saying it's not. It's Maryland is. You gotta remember, Maryland is the last state of the Confederacy. Mm -hmm. 
Like, so really, we in this very weird space. Virginia is clearly Confederacy. Maryland was Confederacy, but we was like, is that you, Freedom? Cause Just right across the Potomac. Right across the... Is it the Potomac or the... Mason-Dixon line? No, the, the river. Yes, but right across the Mason-Dixon line, which was the divider between the North and the South. But which, wasn't that based on the state, like... That was based on the line. So there was just a line? That was based on the line between Pennsylvania and Maryland. Mm -hmm. So the state line. Listen, clearly somebody did not learn they. uh, Hold up a second. We're talking about the state line. Yes. So what separates Maryland from Virginia right now? We're not talking about what separates Maryland from Virginia. But I thought you guys were saying we're looking freedom is that you into Virginia. No, Virginia is the Confederacy. What? Oh, you're talking about looking Maryland to Pennsylvania. Yes, because I My said, bad. is that you freedom? As in Maryland slaves had a short trip to freedom. Yeah. Whereas okay. if you was in Virginia or North Carolina, you might have to pack a lunch. Well, I have a question. If you grew up in D.C., were you learning DMV history? Or were you just learning U.S. history? Because in Texas, we learned Texas history for a whole year. Well, Texas, and then, you do. Texas, Texas is a whole different state. I'm just yeah. asking if, you know, it's, it's the same thing in other states. They're not trying to secede again right now. I don't know about all that because I am no longer a resident of Texas. Oh, so you don't claim Texas. No, I didn't say I don't claim Texas. I, mean, that's what it like I didn't to me. say I don't claim Texas. Right on foes with slabs. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. But, but that's not because I don't claim Texas because I... I don't know anybody who was riding who on fofos on slabs. Texas. Did I say it right? Whatever. Anyways. Chopping on blades. Whatever. All <laughs> that is great. And if it's part of Texas culture, I love it. I don't think that's part of Dallas culture. But if it's part of Houston culture, Galveston culture, like Southern Texas culture, I'm all for it. I want to claim it all. And we love Beyonce. So mm. let me back up a bit. How was y'all's weekend? Um, my weekend was pretty good. My weekend was great. Great. It was great. How was your weekend? How my was- weekend was good. I will say I went to this event mm. called the Black Boy Art Show. Black Boy Art Show. Apparently they have a Black Girl Art Show. So let me say what it is. Black Boy Art Show is basically like a traveling exhibition of black male artists who paint who draw who are artistic and they sell their products and it's basically like an like an exhibit like an exhibition that they travel for Mm -hmm. so i went this weekend it was actually really cool people are selling their pieces for like a thousand two thousand dollars and like art is expensive yeah yeah it was really good stuff and i feel like some of the people like they were doing this as a side thing like this is just something they do as a side business and then Mm -hmm. other people this is like what they do like this is their business Mm -hmm. um but i did hear that they have a black girl art show that like you know a sister org or sister um sister show that they they also travel around so i'm gonna be on the lookout for that and then they announced that they're probably gonna do a black kid art show because there were so many kids there guys there were so many kids and these like little boys and girls who are coming to look at these like black men painting especially the little black boys who were there and some of them make comic books some of the artists make comic books and i feel like they were also like you know geared towards like I mean, some of the some of the art was like pretty like sensual and graphic and like you know mm, not PG thirteen yeah not PG thirteen mm, but then some of it was like pretty cool stuff yeah. but that's what I did for my weekend nice so what about you Steve? Steve went to a baby shower I know this is a hot debate do men belong in baby showers the answer is no 
Did you not have fun? Yeah, because they shoved all the men in the basement with tequila and fried chicken. Sounds like like we were supposed to burrow out. I mean, we did. Um, so it was all right. Uh, most importantly, though, I want my hour back from this weekend. Uh, I do too. I actually mm. struggle to get up on daylight savings morning. Also, the church across the street, they like to do a freestyle bell ringing at 7 a.m. <laughs> they didn't change their clocks because they were doing the freestyle at 8 a.m. So uh, at least I got an extra hour because sometimes I wake up and I can hear the church bells ringing. But, you know, they're trying to, like, get rid of daylight savings. I, mean. I thought that was this year. I just knew it was over. So it did pass in the Senate, the bill that would take it away to make like a permanent where you like spring forward and you never go back. Mm -hmm. That bill passed in the Senate in the last Congress, but it was actually a fluke. You know what's the wildest thing? And I both love this about our generation and hate it is that we're making up like we're basically everything our parents said. We basically like screw that. We're not doing that shit. Yeah. Daylight savings time. Mm -mm. Conventional marriages. Mm -mm. <laughs> Two very separate things. Uh, staying at jobs for decades. Now that I agree with. Nope. I definitely think we have more opportunities than our parents did. We don't have to be stuck in the certain rhythm that they were used to. It's just like a way more global world, regardless of what generation your parents grew up in. If mm. you are, we are at like the apex of like modernization. It only goes up from here. So we definitely have more options for sure. But hold up a second. Our parents were born in the generation where they were doing daylight savings. I don't know if I agree that we have more options. Oh, Ooh, do tell. It's more modern now. Okay. The money is different. You have fewer options now if you want to make a decent wage, in my opinion. If you want to work the gig economy, you want to branch out, get on the internet, open up Etsy shop, all that is there. But you're on the Etsy shop on the internet because you can't afford a corner store like our parents' generation could. Well, what if the Etsy shop. shop is the corner store? I mean, in the metaverse, it is. Wait, metaverse? What does that mean? The virtual world they're building for us. Ooh, I'm just going to put a pin on that real quick because let me tell y'all. Did y'all know that somebody got married in the Taco Bell like multiverse, metaverse, whatever mm-hmm. you call what? it. You guys heard about that, right? They got married in a Taco Bell. Multiverse. So, mo- the Taco Bell multiverse. So a couple won. Like there was like a there was this contest going on, and they were and it was a Taco Bell like promotion. Mm-hmm. And the thing was that they would build this like metaverse, and they can get married in the metaverse. So they were like doing it on the computer, but in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole question about like jurisdiction. Like, can you really marry somebody in the metaverse and it count? You know, in yeah, other jurisdictions. I don't know where y'all, where y'all, uh, where y'all algorithms be. Because the only thing I seen about Taco Bell was this fight. So, <laughs> wait, what fight? Like a fight know. on it social was, media that happened? Social Taco media Bell. fight and talk with a Taco Bell employee. <laughs> I missed the fight. I missed the fight, but I, I definitely heard about, heard about the fight. Oh my oh, god! Oh jeez! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. For those of y'all who don't know. It was trending, I will say, on the DC social media verse that a an and pizza manager hit a customer with a bat. With a bat. Several the, times. Several times in the Damn. back of her head. Yo, that's crazy. Because mm-hmm. she didn't want to leave or something. Like the lady the You gotta man, really be um you gotta really be mad at somebody to hit him with a bat in the head. She hit them with the bat and then locked up the store and like left like it was the regular see, day at work. You gotta be careful because just in case y'all don't know, hitting somebody in the head with a bat, that, that's 
that's kind of borderline attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Depending how the statutes are written, the, the criminal code kinda, is written, absolutely. That's kind of borderline attempted murder. Like, if you're going you're gonna to commit crimes, go for the lower body, not the upper body. It's not attempted murder. Just be smart about it. I'm not saying commit crimes. I'm just saying be more, be a more intelligent criminal. Mm-hmm. So, so we've talked about the fights at Taco Bell. We've and talked pizza. about the fights at Ann Pizza. Is this just like a local thing, or you think people are fighting all over the country in these restaurants? Everywhere. What makes the Taco Bell fights so special versus like a McDonald's fight? Mm, see, it's different because the real, the real, it's a, it's like a. A March Madness bracket of fights. Oh my God! <laughs> this was not planned at all. We are so off schedule right now, but let's keep going. This the March Madness bracket of fights. Waffle House wins every time. Oh my God! The I don't Waffle- know. Food City in New York. I ain't never been, but I seen those fights online. Food City. Seafood City. Food Seafood City. City. Yeah. Typically, where they these, slinging chairs. Typically, these fights occur. Where you have pretty good options for food, uh, pretty good options for uh, any type of good or service. And because the options are good, but they're also cheap, you bring in a certain type of clientele. And let's be honest, that certain type of clientele typically ends ends up being on the lower scale of the socioeconomic scale. Or you get fights where... Different folks of the socioeconomic scale are clashing, but that's typically when you have a Karen situation and, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a fro, like a, what is that? Froyo place. I've never seen a fight at the Froyo place. Listen. Pinkberry? No, not, I don't even know sweet, what that is. Sweet frog? sweet frog? Yeah, Sweet Frog. That's they the fight at Sweet Frog? I ain't know that. I've seen somebody get they beat at Wait, frog. so on the bracket, where would that be? <laughs> That would that would definitely lose to McDonald's for sure. Okay. okay. McDonald's is up high up there just purely on the strength of they have so many locations. Are we putting Popeyes at the top because somebody got shot over a chicken sandwich? That did happen. I'm leave that one Popeyes, when they had that chicken sandwich that came out, I did wait in line for about an hour and a half in the drive-through, and actually it was a blessing because we ordered. Four spicy and one regular, and they accidentally gave us four regular and one spicy. And then we told them, hey, we like got the bag, and I looked through and I tried to hand it back to them, and they're like, we can't take it back once we give it to you. So we're just going to give you the correct order. So we had 10 sandwiches across like four people. But let me tell you something, that sandwich is good. I wouldn't harm anybody for some chicken, but it was great. Great stuff. I always tell people my story about the Popeye's chicken sandwich was uh, I ordered it during the soft launch when no one knew about it mm-hmm. at the library on my lunch break ordered it from DoorDash and I got both of them no hassle fresh I was an early adopter you what, what did you think of the sandwich I mean I so if you would say that or Chick-fil-A it's two separate we talking Chick-fil-A in the 90s or we talking Chick-fil-A now some of us <laughs> didn't even discover Chick-fil-A until 20, Chick-fil-A 2010 Chick-fil-A in the 90s of City Place they, Chick-fil-A used to be only in um, mall Wait wait, 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 You had Chick-fil-A food in the 90s? It was only a mall food. That's place. like having crack in the 80s. <laughs> Whoa, a different type of taste. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, once they once they got big, because at a certain Same. point, it was McDonald's was like, kids was like, can I go to McDonald's? Can I go to McDonald's? Mm-hmm. And then they got to a certain point where it was like, 
No, let's go to Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Once that happened, I'm sure the recipe changed. It did positive. It did. So wait, the actual food recipe or the policy and system? yeah, the food recipe <laughs> and ideology you know, they, recipe. Well, all of that. But really, realistically, like anytime you got to scale up, some you going you going to skirt the recipe a little. Got to. You got to change things up in order to mass produce. So. Got to. So you had Chick Fil A in the nineties. I'm talking about Chick Fil A. Late nineties, yeah. So and Chick- you kept that shit to yourself too. <laughs> it Same was, way he I kept mean, the chicken sandwich like, to himself because half of us didn't know when it was out until it was out. And it wasn't a big Fair deal. Life. It was like anything at, the, at a food court. You went, you got your chicken sandwich, your waffle fries. Wow. And you, ate. you said it wasn't a big deal Mm-mm. when it. They when, didn't have the sauces either. Oh, so it was definitely a different type mm-hmm. of Chick Fil A back then. Okay, so let's talk about Chick Fil A now versus Popeyes now. Which one has the better sandwich? Popeyes. I have no dog in this fight. Popeyes is a better sandwich. Okay, just because you don't eat chicken doesn't mean you can't remember a time when you did eat chicken. I can. And what would you say? Oh, but you didn't get the chance to taste a Popeyes chicken because by no. then you were no longer eating You're right, right, meat. Right. Oh, mm. okay. Stay away, it's the devil. That that sandwich is a great sandwich. I mean, nowadays they you know they put all types of stuff in your chicken. So is it really chicken? I mean, if it tastes like chicken, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. It's the same way. I mean, look, don't, don't, don't throw me out this room for what I'm about to say. I love food, and mm-hmm. I think people should eat the food that they enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. However, beyond me are those things that are supposed to replicate meat. Fake meat. Does, isn't it supposed to like the taste is supposed to mimic? What you're actually trying to make it. So when you say, "Is it really chicken?" Well, I could have a cauliflower burger. Is it really beef? Mm, I feel that. You know. I feel that. So I wanna, I wanna. How y'all? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You good, brother? How y'all feel about uh, Beyond Meat? I don't because eat I Beyond Meat. Kids about it. So do y'all know what's coming next? So I'm trying to lay off of it. I'm really trying to be more in, more of a in the plant based situation. Oh. It's just tough because you know sometimes you like what you like, but yeah, I'm I'm listening. Based on what's going on now, I don't even know what what to eat. What's what's real and what's not. Oh, None man. of it's real, unless you're going to like an Amish farm or something, or growing it yourself, and you got heritage seeds. But what's coming next? Right now, we're doing fake meat made off like pre-pro- pea proteins and plant proteins. What's coming next is 3D printed meat. What? Where they're culturing the cells, specifically the beef. I don't know too much research on the chicken. I know they're doing some some of. Oh, that. I know exactly where we take beef cells. Culture them in fetal calf blood, and then they take that and they 3D print out a steak with the meat cells and the fat cells, and they let it grow to the proper size. Then they send it to market. Coming to you live, Seventh Street Gallery Place. <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. but listen. Hey, hey, I'm you know. Wait, okay. So I have a question then. If it tastes like meat. And there's some meat component to it. It's not maybe 100% meat, but there's meat component to it. And maybe it's cultured in a way that makes it even more healthier for us than the regular meat. Because people say red meat is like not good for you in large like portions or large quantities. Mm-hmm. Would you not want to eat it because it's not fully from a cow? Like this no. beef is not fully from a cow. No. I mean, we could go down a long tangent, but I'm going to just say no. Because you never know who, who listening Okay, listen, if I'm hungry, I'm eating. Yeah, and if that's what sure. yeah. that's what becomes the norm, you know, 30 years from now, I pray to my God that he keeps me healthy and I'm going to eat the food. For sure. So I want to 
rewind just a little bit because we have a special guest here and I feel it's only right that we discuss how we all met. Well, you know how me and Diana met, but how we all, the three of us, the three amigos, the three compadres, the three musketeers, uh, how we met. In the year we met. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm I don't just... know why I thought that was funny, but <laughs> yeah. okay. But let me laugh at my own jokes. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, laugh. Okay. Jokes. Women's History Month. Let me laugh First at my own me. jokes. Whoa. Um, Steve, do you want to tell the story of how we met or how you remember how we met? I think Steve should tell it. Yeah, Steve, you should tell it. And be, be very candid. There's no hard feelings now, only because we, we've been friends for so long now that it doesn't even matter what you say because we can't unbe friends. Well, we can definitely you can yeah, be friends. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think I'm that bad of a person, so I don't think friends. you're gonna say something reckless like and I was in my thirties. I can unbe friends with anybody. But my thing is, I feel like when we met, it was not a bad situation. So I don't think you would unfriend. I wouldn't unfriend you. Ba- no, no. <laughs> is unfriend a word? Yes. I feel like that's like that's like more like social media unfollow unfriend. Our generation, but, we break the rules. Unfriend is a word. Unfriend. Um, word. working at a library. Do, do I say? Now library. Mm. Library. It was, a, it was academic it's institution. Mm. Academic institutions library. Yes. Uh, a university library. They were hired by, uh, I guess, my manager. Felt more like a coworker, if I'm being honest. Um, oh, yeah. What was her name? No, don't talk. Don't say, <laughs> don't say her name. Let's <laughs> just say K. Yeah. Miss K. Hi, Miss K. And I was, I will be honest, happy to see both of you. Mm. You were black. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, not just that, y'all were real people. Like, there were some people working there. I mean, not the only ones. Like, I don't know if y'all remember any dude, Honor Rude. He was cool. But there were a lot of... Uh, oh, the uh, Indian dude. Mm-hmm. I remember him. That was my man. There were a lot of uh, socially awkward people working there. Um, y'all were pretty cool. And y'all were about your business. There were a lot of people that worked there that just wanted to collect a check. We've had people... Oh, I was collecting a check... But you were yeah. really about your business too, Sean. Let him give yeah. you your props. Damn. Yeah, y'all did. It was the easy. First of all, this is the easiest job. On it's the, the easiest fucking there, job I've ever had I, in my life. I worked 10, 11, maybe, I don't know, maybe eleven jobs. I have never found a job easier than that one, including the one I worked. I thought my job was easy. The job y'all had was even easier. Oh yeah. yeah so was, it was. It was, was good money. It was Sean yeah. and I in law school. This was our part time job. And Steve was essentially, I mean, you kind of were our manager when you think about it. Listen, that job came in the clutch. That job came in the clutch. My last real year of law school, uh, I'm not making no bread. I got to travel all around D.C. And I can depend on this four to eight hour salary. Like, It was a great job. That was a clutch. Ray Allen in the what was that game six Ray Allen game six corner shot clutch I definitely because we couldn't work our first year of law school I was looking for a job a library job specifically because in undergrad I worked at the law school library that was my part time Mm. and it was so easy because that's all you do you just sit there you wait for people to ask you questions nobody Mm -hmm. ever asks you questions you check in the books you check out the books like Mm -hmm. circulate Mm -hmm. around to make sure nobody's doing weird stuff in the library Mm -hmm. and like that's basically it so i did that in undergrad so i came to law school and i tried to get the same job at the law school library they were like we don't hire law students and then what i did was i just called the i called a bunch of libraries on campus and then i called the meds the med school library Mm -hmm. 
and Miss K, we're going to call her Miss K. She was like, I actually am looking for someone to help at the desk. And I was like, bingo. And then that's how I met Steve. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just called around. And smart. then one time she was you like. You be kind of smart sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep a tally of all the ways you insult me this month. And then we're going to, you know, do a whole recap of it at the end no, of the month. That, that's pretty smart. That's I, what I, I did. Oh, I, I didn't need to tell you back then to prove myself as how smart I was. Mm. But um, And then when I found out that. That she was hot, she was trying to look for another person on the at the desk. I recommended you, Sean. See, black women be looking out for us sometimes. 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 Whoa. Sometimes. Oh, I've heard way too many black women say all the good black men are in jail. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> nah, it's a lot of brothers in the jail. <laughs> oh, it is, but okay. not all of them. If I give you a promise. Okay. Okay, Steve. So we've been friends since then. Twenty sixteen. Eight years. It's Shit. going on eight. I mean, Damn, think about time. you then and think about you now. Time flies. Yeah, and I've that had was about sweet, five jobs since then. That was a sweet job. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet because GW had a, a, a good amount of attractive women in the med school department. It did. It, did. <laughs> it did. It had some heavy hitters. It did. It was coming in hot. <laughs> I and love that. That's a great representation of black women in medicine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Black women in medicine. Well, there's a direct correlation between attractiveness and intelligence. Direct mm-hmm. correlation between attractiveness and intelligence. Yes. So what about the baddies? A quote-unquote baddie. They don't have to be I mean, they're intelligent enough to maintain their attractiveness. Yeah. So oh, are, but are you don't mean like Are we talking about social intelligence or are we talking about intellectual, academic intelligence? You tell me what the correlation is... is reflective of if you're attractive you don't have to be quote unquote for a let's say book smart or academically inclined because you've already kind of won the social lottery which is all that matters hmm. academics are for people who haven't won the social lottery or have a passion and goal in mind that they set out to pursue so you're either ugly or you're passionate wait but the thing is which the, one the women you? oh i am not you i'm saying the listener oh, okay. which one are you are you ugly gonna, or are you passionate leave my if you're right intellectual <laughs> um i think i'm in between but anyways um <laughs> i will say though when you guys are saying like the black women who were in med school who were coming to that library were very attractive women mm-hmm. so they were both socially like they won the social lottery of looks and then mm-hmm. they also oh, yeah. won the the intelligence you know like aspect of it mm-hmm. so they were i mean they they could have gone and probably done anything else in their and that they wanted to do but they wanted to do mes- medicine so mm-hmm. i guess it works out mm-hmm. it works out it's cool okay yeah i got a, a quick little story Okay. Then we can, because I, I, I want to broach the topic of dating. I mean, a lot of people talk about dating. They in the space. I'm out the game. I'm out the streets. Just FYI. Um. <laughs> so I had to let y'all know. Yeah, I had to let you know. I'm out the streets. So I'm talking as a as a former player. I'm I'm retired. I don't want to be a player no more. I'm out the game. I'm you know my jersey is not yet in the rafters. Okay. It's not yet. In the rafters, but I'm out the game. Um, yeah, I'm like Vince Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't get a ring, <laughs> you know. But I got some. I got some. I got some. He never had a ring. No, but he was great at what he does. He, he like retired amazing, at forty, right? Okay. An amazing player, Diana. I used to watch this man and be like, "Wow, this is ridiculous!" Like stuff. 
Oh man, we need a visual representation of this on on our social media. What Sean just did? Listen, because he's an sold amazing the shit out player, of that visual. An amazing player. I, I, you know, I, I don't have no crazy stats, but like, you, you see my work, you be like, oh, okay. Now my latest project, hey. <laughs> but um. Wait, do you think he was resigned to the fact that he probably would never win a ring, and he was just like more about I love this game, and I. I mean, it's, it's more a it's a it's it, a game. So it's it's you love it. You play it. Excuse me. You, you you practice it all your life and you train and yeah, I think he kinda knew he probably wasn't gonna get a ring, but you know. I think some players and I appreciate this about some players, you know, players. Some players realize they never gonna actually get a ring, but they know that they are beloved by the community based on who they were and what they contributed to the game. Realistically, if you are a player in the streets or in the NBA you want to contribute something to the game outside of a ring. Getting a ring is really just for you and the team, but there are scores of people who have rings, but they didn't contribute nothing to the game. Allen Iverson has no ring, but he contributed He contributed something to the game. He changed the game forever in terms of the style, the bravado, the the everything that black men were at that time. He embodied it. Stephen Curry bring something to the game. Sean, I'm not gonna say my last name. <laughs> you thought bringing something to the game. Now this particular story, Diana knows it well. Um, there was somebody who let's just call her T Money. Okay. T Money was a student at GW, and um, you know I had a particular uh, I had a particular interest in T Money, but I found out T Money. Think somebody else, country W, and she tried to play it off. You know mm-hmm. how some women do. Oh, they trying to play the field, and I realized that I was the second fiddle. I don't listen. My pride won't let me play the second fiddle. Like you have to be Beyonce or Rihanna for me to play the second fiddle. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So, yeah, I deaded it real quick. But I mean, we was like walking through the park, sitting down, talking about our feelings, mm. um, and. She was attractive, but the thing that threw me off is that I found out, okay, cool, she dating somebody else that I know. And I, you know, I, I talk to the brother, respect to the game. Like, <laughs> I, hey, may the best man win, brother. I ain't got no beef against you because black men stick together. But she couldn't be honest about it. And when I found out that she wasn't going to be honest about it because she didn't know that I, she should have known. But well, okay. She, no, 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 no. Bump that. She should have known. She should have known, but she um she didn't end up actually respecting the fact that, hey, these two guys know each other. So I'm thinking, cool. Like it's no beef. It's so I'm really feeling like, hey, it's cool. But she felt like she had to try to keep it under wraps. And I kind of was just like, Yeah, I'm good. I don't yeah. I'm straight. I don't really feel like, you know, trying to trying to Especially if you're not going to be forthcoming about it. Now, if you're going to be forthcoming about it, then that's something completely different. Because I can I can appreciate the fact that you understand and respect my feelings and my position. And because I, I would do that. If, if, you, if, I, if I date someone you know, and, well, not you, yeah. I, if well, I date. <laughs> I see somebody I know and said, ugh, after. Well, because 
the analogy would be I would have to date you as well. Oh, okay. Well, okay, yeah. Exactly. So let me finish my story. So if I was dating person A, and then I'm dating person B, and I realize person A and person B know each other. Yeah. First and foremost, you got to come clean. You're not a player. Well, I mean. Maybe she thought she was a player, but she had the game fucked up. Okay, hold up a second. So I have a critical, it's a critical piece of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. You said that she should have known that you knew this person. Well, she should have known, but then I bought, but then I mentioned something that was like, kind of like you either. Why would she, how would she know that you knew this other person? What do you think makes it? Because we were two black men going to the same institution. So because, because you guys are two black men. Who happened to be in the same institution? Mm-hmm. She should have just known for a fact well, that you when, guys knew each yes. other. Yes. Well, ma- hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Because hmm. then I said, "Hey, um, we are." I, I think I showed her something like, "Oh yeah, I heard my friend." Hint, hint. My friend who was with person B that she was dating. I heard he was at. I showed her the Snapchat back when we was all on Snapchat. I showed I showed the Snapchat and was like, yeah, my friend told me about this party he was at. But it was my friend's Snapchat. But my friend's Snapchat was also uh, included person B. So once I showed the friend's Snapchat, I'm thinking, like, come clean. I ain't, I ain't, trying, to, I ain't trying to press you out. I have another question. Sure. You said you were dating. You can date multiple people at the same time. You absolutely can. But don't try to hide it. Like, come on. Am I really hiding it unless you ask me specifically, are you only dating me? Yes, or are you dating other you're people? hiding it. If you and if you and uh, uh, Tasha work at Chick-fil-A, you work at the same Chick-fil-A or let's use a bigger institution. Let's say you work in D.C. Superior Court. You bound to run into each other or know of each other. And she didn't mention that. So I kind of dropped T-Money like a bad habit. But then, wow. But then T-Money, guess what T-Money did? Which made me feel like this is some stuff that women do. T-Money was in another country. She sent me a book. Cool. Physical book or Physical book. Physical book. She sent me a physical book, right? Isn't that like your love language or something? Something like that. Okay. She sent me a book, right? And she said, hey, um, just mind you, send it to my fucking address, which is nuts. Send it to my address. Then it's like, hey, just, you know, um, wanted to send you this book. Um, hopefully it helps you along your journey with all my love, T-Money. This is while she was dating. While she was dating. Whoa. And I don't even think I don't even think homeboy noticed, but hey, everything comes out. The truth shall set you free. Child, okay. So what is so bad about her wanting to share with you? First and foremost, if I am in a relationship and my partner sends a book to someone else and says, With all my love. With all my love, not uh, like okay, come, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'm actually not bothered by that, but you, you're I, not, you're not bothered so by let that. Me, let me, I want to hear Steve's perspective on yeah, this. Yeah, let's hear Steve's perspective. Perspective on the book or dating in general. She dating somebody else. You have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's dating, and you're dating her. She sends another brother. I don't want to say the n word. I'm trying to work on that, but 
she sends another brother a book mm-hmm. that says, with all my love, Steve's girlfriend. She did not. <laughs> no, time out. She did not say Steve's she girlfriend. She might as well. Hey. She said she was seeing somebody else and she then said, she sent Sean a book love. and she said, with all my love. Because she must be a loving woman who loves all the people that Ooh. she's around. Uh. Oh gosh. Okay, no. I would love to hear you guys' perspective on that because I have a feeling it's very different than mine. Well, I know it's very different than mine. Women don't like taking L's. This is a brother that she probably felt like she was either on equal footing or possibly in a superior position with that drops her like a bad habit because he has standards and she didn't like that. This is not something that's just for women. People do this in general, but I think that's more of what's going on. It's a, it's the psychology of it. He took the power with him when he left from between their relationship. And let me just stop. Let me just interject really quickly because mm-hmm. I'm in a amazing, wonderful relationship. I am out the game. This was just one of the many lessons that I learned upon my journey to, you know, cut the bill short to not allow. I have many issues sure, with this. Please. Because defend yourself. Defend myself. Whoa, 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 whoa. All women. Wait a minute. Okay. I will say this. Um expose him. No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me that you were dating someone mm-hmm. who was dating someone else. Everyone was dating was she the only girl you were talking to at that time? Let's be real. Oh, you want to smirk Whoa, now? Was she the only important. girl? It is important because no, you're saying she was seeing somebody else. Right. And you were like, she didn't tell me. Did you tell her you were seeing someone else? I don't have to. We didn't go. We, we so she didn't need to tell you either. No, no, no. We weren't dating. We weren't dating to the point of like, hey, I think we should be exclusive. No. Exactly. But if I'm dating a person and I'm seeing them again because we're working at the institution library that we're at, you're going to see this person on a frequent basis. We're all in a like two mile radius. So realistically, you could be on a date with me one day and then be on a date with the other brother the next day. And that's mm-hmm. totally fine. I'm glad we the can game, agree on that. Listen, I told, I told the dude, I, hold your hand out. I said, because me and the dude found out we was dating the same girl. Oh wow! It was like same Usher, girl. same girl, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R. Kelly in there. We can't. Oh shit! Okay, never mind, never mind. Cut that <laughs> Rewind. Look, so, but I told him, hey, mate, I literally said to him, "Made the best man win." There, I have a lot of issues with this. I didn't have no beef with the brother. No, I know you don't have any beef with them. I just have a lot of issues with like she didn't tell me, made the best man win. No, 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 no. no. It's that. It's, it's that once I say something, once I present it to you. And you skirt around it. Mm-hmm. I don't like not being up front. Now, if she would have been up front, I'd have been like, "Cool." Wait, so you told him that you? Both no, no, no I didn't tell him. Who found out that? Who, we, you, we, he, you know how some brothers talk. Sometimes we just like, yeah, I'm, you know, you dating anybody? Like, yeah, I just met this new girl, and it, literally like the song. I'm <laughs> 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 dating this new girl because, oh yeah, what's her name? Her name T Money. T-Money? <laughs> Damn, wait. Where's she from? <laughs> that is just like the song. <laughs> Where does she work? Where does she, she work? Where she go? Oh, shit. She go, to the, she go to the institution. Wait. Show me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, cool. listen, I respect I respect what she did. She was dating two actual two people who were in this going towards the same field actually. That's great. That's great thinking on her part. Two people who are clearly going to be elevated in life in their future and we're going to have good steady jobs. So I I appreciate that, you know, she yeah. was, you know, casting her she net wide. Came but I mean, is there really an issue with her? I don't see anything wrong with that story or what she did, honestly. It's just the lot. So, ooh, I'm glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> this is why I'm, I'm glad okay. you said that because <laughs> there was a lack of honesty oh, God. when she was presented with the truth. And mm. what is one of the main things that women say about men when it comes to dating? Hold on a second. Uh, what's the one of the main things? Honesty, truthfulness, uh-huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But listen, no, hold up a second. Did you ever tell her, I know you are dating this person, this other you person? What do you mean you don't have to? How am I supposed to know two people know each other? Now you're playing games. No, I'm not. Now you're legit- playing games because you up, know this story. Okay, I <laughs> yes. do know this story. Right. But I also, when I think about it, of course, hearing from your perspective, I can understand like why it sounds so bad. But objectively speaking, mm-hmm. did you ever tell her, hey, I know so-and-so, and I know that you're dating them. How is she supposed to know y'all know each other, and why is it because so bad? Because once I presented her with the scenario, what I didn't tell you was that she, when the friend's Snapchat, yeah. she was there. Mm. She was there. Now, granted, I showed person D, I, I showed their Snapchat. She was there with person B. So you, guy showed, B. so you showed her a snap. You showed her a Snapchat of the person she was dating. She no, 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 no. I showed her a Snapchat of the friend of the person she was dating. But she was there at the event, and, and they she were all together. Was there. They all knew each other. I don't know. Ah. I feel like that's not. It's not that. Oh my goodness! Wow. Now, it, once you've shown that there's a connection, that this is somebody in my circle, you're supposed to come forward and say, "Well, hey, you know." I might have. I might have. Because here's the thing. Listen, I'm also listen, here's the thing. To... I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't have no misgivings about me being the most attractive person and thinking I'm, I'm Michael B. Jordan or Jonathan Majors. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm a smooth 7.98 in like physical attraction, right? Now, my other characteristics, I feel like, bring me up higher on the scale, right? Okay. Now, so I'm okay I'm with that. I'm, com- I'm, I'm so, I'm self aware I do not have any misgivings that think I am the sexiest man alive okay a lot of niggas think that they are the sexiest nigga alive you're not I like that confidence though and I'm not I'm a great conversationalist I have great emotional intelligence wow okay but I, no I'm not <laughs> no I'm not laughing about that I just didn't realize I was just saying I think it's great that she wanted to cast her net wide oh and, for sure listen and I don't think she owes listen, you she anything a, in- no 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 she's a beautiful woman I wonder what she's doing right now, actually. I don't. Oh, oh, I forgot. I know she ain't with person B. (laughs) (laughs) You would actually make a great, like, Disney villain with that laugh, now that I think about it. That sounds like the way Jafar would be laughing. But you know what that speaks to to is that there is a real problem with dating. Oh, okay. Oh, this is such a problem with dating. So, this is my take, and it has been backed up by some psychologists, Mm -hmm. but... Since women have gotten their economic and the economic oh. power back, right? <laughs> In addition to getting the economic power back, now they also have the backing of society. So it's not just your woman that's working and has her own business. Now society also supports you in that. They become more selective 
And in becoming more selective, they have, of course, reduced the dating pool. When you reduce the dating pool that much, especially if you're talking about dealing with black men, you're talking about 10 to 20 percent of the population. Really, out of what you're looking for, you're talking about the one percent. Okay. So this has introduced some problems into the dating scene. Because of social media, the average man is now somewhat aware of the dating game. Um, and men that were already successful in the dating game now have more, have a, uh, a larger awareness of what's going on. They're allowed to play the field a little bit differently. So in my opinion, what's going on is, hmm. well, let me, before I go to that part, I've been telling every woman I run into around my age range, be comfortable with sharing a man. Why did I see why. that online? Why did I see that online recently? And I was like, what? What in the hell? So be please explain. Be, oh, be, I, want, I want Steve to finish this thought process be, be, real quick. Be comfortable with sharing a man. You uh, mean men. sharing like me and his wife? Me and or you. You and two girlfriends. Your mom. Oh, no. The, the, like Wait. we talked about earlier, the institute of marriage is falling apart as well, especially since people realizing <laughs> they're married to the government, not to each other. Sean but, is having way too much fun with this topic, and I don't I, like to I see him this a, happy. I might no, be kidding. a little late. Think, think about it. <laughs> Take another shot. No kidding. <laughs> now that you are essentially free again in this society, I would even say you have more privileges than the average man today. Today. I'm not speaking about in the past. Ooh, I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> it's two against one right here. I got to fight for my you're, women. You're, you're, no, no. I have a lot to say against modern day men, too. So this is very, I'm very mm. balanced with it. I like that. There, there we need to hear of, both sides of this coin. I'm going I'm to come, come on the other side. Cause, cause, cause <laughs> I'm going to talk to these. So, so this is what part of the problem is. Your dating pool is shrunk. Your dating pool is also influenced by the media. I'm sorry to say it is. I, I agree. As someone has grown up going from the 90s when it was hood stars, athletes, to then just anybody in the hood, to nerds, to businessmen, to now y'all want a combination of a roughneck softie with a degree and a felony who's about to start a business. <laughs> um, Diversity. Jonathan Majors, basically. Right. Wait, hold up a second. He really is an actor. Educated as one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about Jonathan Majors in front of me like that. So your dating pool is extremely small. Not to mention... And that's not um, your fault. No, it's not your fault. There are a lot of sorry men out here. And it's not even so much that sorry men. Men and women have fallen for the Disney love story. I do love a good Disney princess mm-hmm. love story. That's not realistic. That's your problem. There's only one prince. Oh, Sean. There's, there's you want to act up because we got a guest today. Okay, Sean. Think about it. It's per- going to be me and you next time. We're going to see if we can back this shit up. <laughs> Listen, per- I'm in a relationship. My name Bennett and I ain't in it. Per, per kingdom, there's only one prince, right? Mm-hmm. So y'all all can't have him. True. And uh, from the woman's standpoint, from the man's standpoint, this is something that I don't think women understand. There's, there's two things that I don't think you understand. Two huge points that I think will make sense when I say them to you. One, most of the men that you date that approach you don't like women. What? Mm-hmm. No, I don't understand that. A plus Break it B, down like a fraction, mm-hmm. brother. They don't <laughs> like you as an individual. They like women. They like having women around them. They like female energy. They like sex. They don't like you. 
They like Ooh. what you bring as a woman, but they don't like you. They like the goods they and services like... you provide, but they Wait, don't actually like the intrinsic value that you bring uh, to the table. That a woman brings or that you as an individual who is a woman brings? A woman brings, so subsequently you as an individual also falls into that category. Because I'm thinking these like are... you're talking about all these things women could bring to the table, whatever table this is that we have to bring stuff to. Like this That's table. a whole other subject that y'all aren't bringing as much to the table in modern times as you think. You're bringing things we didn't ask for. Wow, women are really losing recipes, huh? No, it's it's just something that has to happen for us to come back to a balance. The pendulum has to swing. Oh, I didn't realize that the pendulum needed to swing one way and not the other. There was real oppression against women. That really Absolutely. happened. This is a patriarchal society, even though black day. people statistically are, are... If you go back in history, we're a matriarchal society. We're in a patriarchal, patriarchal place. Okay. So, but, so you said... Most men who are approaching you to date, you don't like women. Yes. I'm struggling to understand that concept. I'm not going to lie because they're clearly... Do they want to spend a lot of time with you? Yes. They often... uh, They do enough. Now, this is not every situation, but they don't... So, I have friends that are like... Their numbers are in like triple digits. Like, they meet women all the time. They don't really... They like unicorns. The average woman they don't like. Okay, One, that's they've fair. had so much success in the game. Well, not fair, but I understand that analogy when you say they clearly like women, but they don't like the women that they're around, the ones that they're approaching. They like some women. You have to be a unicorn. The average woman to them is not special. Just like for most women, most men aren't special. We're just... Y'all are only really... Let me think how to break this down. So, like, all right. So, let's say you've been successful with women your whole life. Okay. Um, You've seen a lot. You've seen how women treat other men. Most men, not most men. There are some men. I've been in a woman in bed beside a woman, and she's rolled over and called her boyfriend at three in the morning to tell him oh, that she loves him. Shit. To tell him that she loves him. Let me take a sip. Real and quick. it's like I've also been on the other side of that, where I get a random call in the middle of the night, like you know, I love you. It's like I know what you did. Like so, once you've seen both sides of that, it's like okay, I know what the game is. It's not really about me personally, which is where men fell for the Disney story. Of you can be anybody as long as you have a good heart and you, you mean well and you're super nice and loving, then a woman's gonna see that. The women don't care about that. Hmm. Why should they? You have the pick of the litter. Um, one of the psychologists I was I ran into recently said one thing: women treat men like men treat jobs. You what? give me a better offer, you give me a benefit package, an increase in pay, more freedom, more autonomy. I'm going to go with the better deal. Not Why? me. I'm picking my shorty. John. <laughs> well, that's how men tend to feel. Because we had a, we're not, I don't care what you bring to the table. I'm going to hire. I'm going to be with whoever I want to be. But if it's coming to a job, you're going to take the better package. Wait, I would encourage anybody to take a better package. Mm-hmm. My thing is this, though. It's like, should women just, because you said something earlier, like women have more choices or more. Now, autonomy. yes. What's so wrong about that? Nothing. It's just we have to go through that process of decoupling from men being able to be subpar and having um, an above average woman. Most men are subpar. It's, mm. it's the way the society and economics are set up. Mm. In addition to that, men were fed into the story where our most. This is the other thing. The other half of what I was telling you before about most men that you run into don't like you because they just, they really just want sex or companionship. Mm. If they get to know you and something else comes from that, that's different. Mm-hmm. But up front, I'm, I'm going off of how you look and how mm-hmm. I'm feeling right there. Mm-hmm. The other half is 
men think women are supposed to treat them like their mothers or any maternal figure they had in their life. Mm. So I can do, think about situations where he can do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants, good or bad, and you're supposed to love him regardless. That sounds plate. like torture. Mm-hmm. He can do and say whatever he wants and act however he wants, but it sounds like torture. That, that's what he's got. And I just have to agree, and they, I just have to agree with it. All right. Additional love, because that's what they, that's, that's what they were started with. Yeah, but like doing and saying whatever you want, and I just agree with it. That goes back to... The idea of like women now have choices. Like before, women just had to shut up and take it because you were married to somebody. You just had to be married to them. That's what society now tells you. Now you shut up and choose it. Shouldn't it be my choice to decide if I want to be with somebody like that or not? Yes, but then you have the rest of the men. He's he's at home. He's got roommates. He doesn't have good job prospects. He's not very sociable. He has no real power in his socioeconomic circle. Even I guess I'm wondering friends. where uh, you with you guys as men, like where do you measure average? Like what is your idea of an average man? In terms of a man? man? Yeah, like what is your idea? Because we people so, talk about uh, average, uh, below uh, average, uh, lower than average, so, higher than average. Like so, what is so this? let me let me let me ISO 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 ISO. So I think that nowadays a lot of men, and I mean this with all disrespect, <laughs> are bitches. Yeah, stone cold. Stone cold bitch. And for any listeners that, you know, feel like that word is offensive, I apologize because I don't mean to offend any women. That is strictly for men who do not uh, take responsibility for a family, take responsibilities for the women and the and the children or anybody around them that don't care for their friends and their family that do not take the time or make the energy to love on their people. I really think that nowadays a lot of men have this idea that women are supposed to serve us, but they have the game completely 100% fucked up. Why? Because a lot of you brothers can't read. (laughs) You can't read. You can't balance a checkbook. You can't fight. You can't fix a tire. You can't fix a drywall sheet. You can't uh, 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 contribute anything other than sex. And that'd be a lot. That has a major problem. You dancing in the mirror. You trying to look cuter than your girlfriend, which is a, is a <laughs> hey, but it's that's a major problem. Men used to be men. I did and granted. It- I did make a joke about that before, but I feel like this is like way more. No, no, no. It's real. Men used to be men. Men used to. We used to build cities. Like we used to. Women would be building too, but nobody talks about women in history. Right, right, right. No one talks about women in business. We're not talking about. Listen, women have an excuse. They have been repressed for all of time. And And now. And now women are. Well, I'm not even going. To, we're going to turn back to that. We're going to do a U-turn, but go on. Now women are starting. Women are starting more businesses. They are. Uh, they're in college. They are. They make up a high majority of some of the best new innovative jobs. There's, as I mentioned before, they are starting businesses. They are making million-dollar deals all across the board. Women have basically said, you know what? I don't need no man. I'm going to do it myself. Now, there's a problem with that because you can't do it by yourself. You not. I don't believe that none of us, men or women, no matter what you identify as, because whether you identify as whatever you identify as, you can't do it by yourself. 
No, no one gender is supposed to do it by themselves. Nope. However, it's men who have stopped and kind of really got the game fucked up, especially black men. And this is not to beat up on you, brothers. If you listening and you have not checked in on your friends who are women, you have not like when you always well, not always, but you always go back to that story where me and homeboy almost got in that fight because he bumped into you. Yeah. I was real live, like, bro, like. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that you were willing to stand up for me. I guess I just didn't. At that's that time, I didn't se- understand. But that's how serious. I literally used to be in, what was that club we was going to Ooh. after the PRH? Opera? Opera. I used to be in opera, like. Not me. I, I used to be an opera like scanning. <laughs> I, Look, I used to literally be looking at some of our friends who were women and looking at the men like approaching them yeah, to true. just be like, if he pop or if he do anything wrong, I'm on him because yeah. I hated hearing how women would be like, oh, I was out and you know this guy touched me inappropriately. He did this. He did this, and it's our fault. Like it is our fault. Since we all came from my women, got our name from my women, <laughs> I wonder why we take from my <laughs> No, but seriously, like, be men. It's okay to not be cute and make TikTok dances. And it's okay to not do that. It's okay to not know what's going on with the latest trend and but be cute. But it's okay cute. to also have it's fun. Good. It's okay to have fun, but what are you contributing to society? Here's the thing. As a as a man, this is real talk. Okay. As a man, I'm gonna let you cook. If civil society is done away with, it's like first and foremost, women are gonna start looking to men like, yo, what what's going on? What are you doing? What? Because <laughs> realistically, realistically, women are taught women are taught oh, to women are not taught to fight. Yeah. Women are taught to fend for themselves. They should be. I'm not saying that women can't fight. I'm not saying that that women are inferior to men in that way maybe biologically historically that might be the case but i'm not here to say that there is a girl on twitter her name is sam u Ryder. she is a black woman i don't know if you've ever oh, seen oh, her yeah. <sighs> she would beat the brakes off mm-hmm. probably me realistically like right 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 you said but, what <laughs> nah, I, I'm, I, I, ignore that but <laughs> but no 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 she but no she's today. but no she's a she's a woman who like is real uh into like martial arts and mm-hmm. and using swords and so I'm 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 not of the belief that women cannot be warriors. That oh, goes against okay. history. So 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 women are more aggressive. You said something before I I, I just I want to circle back to so it. You said women have the most important job. Uh, oh boy. Humanity. Uh, okay, can there you elaborate are no on more that? People with, without women. Now I'm not reducing them to like what's what's the new term? Birthing people? Yeah. I'm not reducing women to that, but if you look at it as an balancing exchange thing, you literally give birth to humanity. Why wouldn't I build the platform for to house it? You said if civil society falls down, I, I don't know which one of you guys said that. I mean, said, in terms of if, because right now things are civil, we have infrastructure, we have government. If we go back and post-apocalyptic, Walking Dead type of situation. I wouldn't have made it. We're but, on the way there. But that's what I'm saying, though. Is I that, wouldn't have made it because it's me, not because but, I'm no, a no, woman. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying is that 
is that I would there just will have be given other up. skill sets that will be dependent upon that won't be how quick you're able to balance the checkbook. What the fuck is balancing a checkbook going to matter? You mean to tell me you can't teach women how to build things? Like, you talk talking no, about men used to build things. I'm not saying that women like, can't do it. What I'm saying is that the skill set that men used to have is no longer available in today's society. Women Nowadays, were hunters and gatherers, too. Women okay? were hunters. They were hunting and gathering. Were, were, hunting, were, were hunting and gathering, yes. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is that that was primarily the man's job. If I am enabled, gifted by God, or whatever belief system you have with more physical strength, it is my job to go out and kill this tiger or kill this boar or kill this whatever animal is needed to to slay in order to bring it home for you to cook. Why? Because I have that gift and that skill set with more physical strength. But and I even think it, more importantly, okay. if I if that's not part of my duties, what am I good for? Which is why you have a higher suicide rate for men right every, now. Every, 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 here's the, I, every animal in society, especially the ones that coexist with other species, they have to have a symbiotic relationship. Right mm-hmm. now, specifically, I can't speak for other men and women. I don't know about other races and other ethnicities. Black men and black women, we are struggling to maintain a symbiotic relationship because black men are not coming to the table with the required skills. We don't keep our shit clean. We don't, I mean, if you keep it a buck, we don't keep a job. We can't lead a family into the future, but we still want the woman, you, to do all of the same things that you were taught and endowed with. Why? Because... You were told by your mom or your grandmother or whoever that you need to get married, you need to have babies, you need to do this. You need I was to gonna do that. say some of this you stuff is just babies. ingrained. Some of it isn't just ingrained. I, yeah, I, I think I will say this: if a woman wants to have a child or whomever wants to have a child at this point, women even having kids by themselves. Yeah, isn't Which that great? Is, no. No, it's progressive, but it's you, okay. you got you got to. I wouldn't want a woman to it's not have the option to be a parent if she wanted to be a parent, just because she wasn't married. But you can't raise a child. Oh, now I'm not saying that women who raise to who decide to do that by themselves can't. But children aren't meant to be raised by one parent. They're meant to be raised in a village. Exactly. So the whole concept, the idea is that two parents come together and they have a child. That child now has four grandparents. And possibly other aunts and uncles that can contribute to the well-being of the child. But that's just what, that's just like the traditional quote unquote kind of idea of what a family is. But back in the day, if you, a mar- woman was married and her husband died, you know, chasing a lion and got eaten by it or something, she, the village r- like rallies around the woman right, and they help her. But if so a woman, if a woman has a village, may I just say it's not necessarily two people, man and woman, having a child, no, raising it together. But no, you do need support. You do right. need support. support. Comes in now, if forms. A, it does come in various forms, now, if a woman has that support or if a man has that support, then they're better equipped to raise said child. But a woman just by herself living in a city deciding. She wants to adopt. And it's just her and, and she has no her? help. No. A I, man doing that. No, you I, shouldn't do I that. I will say this. I think that children are a blessing. And if you know that it, you have been convicted, you know deep in your heart that you want to be a parent and you just haven't found somebody to have a child with, I don't think that that should deny you the blessing of being a parent and it the blessing of having a child. You. It shouldn't deny you. You shouldn't get to sit back and watch everybody else go through something that you want to go through and raise another human and, and you know, 
even going through that experience, whether you adopt, whether you do it biologically, like you know, so like you know, what you know, whatever you have your child, mm-hmm. I don't think that a woman should not should not get the opportunity. And I'm saying woman, like in reference to me as a woman, right? Like I mm-hmm. identify as one. I I don't mean any to miss represent my or mischaracterize what I think about just generally being a parent you can be a man or a woman and decide to have a child but I think if a man wanted to be a parent and had not found a woman or someone to have a child with and he decided that he wanted to adopt he could have the opportunity to do that I don't think he should be denied that that blessing like I feel like just because it's it's a it absolutely if, if you want to but the problem is that too many families are coming out like that. People, this is my personal opinion. People have lost the reverence for sex, and we are in a hookup sex-based culture, which is part of why all our relationships destabilize now. Are destabilized, or you? Oh, okay. Whoa. Or or, or breaking down. Period. Breaking. What 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 incentive do I have to invest in anything if sex is free and cheap? Like, sex is easier today than to find a relationship. But I'm just really confused, first of all, about so, the idea that a woman just can't decide to have a child and do you, it on you her can, own. You can, but the problem, that's like, that's why I was kind of tying into it's the so society. It's so limiting. It's, it's, a, it's not just the woman can't. You can. There are plenty of people raised by single mothers that are successful. There are statistics that show that it does hamper you in, in many ways. And oftentimes, you know, then it's about whether or not it was her decision or his decision. But... We can't deny the fact that this is a problem. And some of it you can attribute to a welfare state, not allowing a man to be in the home. Some of that you can attribute to um, the way culture is shifting, where women are able to choose their partners based off of sex. And let's be honest, as much as we like to talk about the 60s and 70s, there are fewer people, in my opinion, today using condoms than ever before. I definitely think that we do live in a hookup culture now. I think that the way people view sexuality and their sexual experiences is very different now than it was 20 years ago, even 20 years ago, right? Like 10 years ago. It's just a different time for sure. And this is just the way society is. Or maybe that's just the images we're seeing more often. We're seeing more. Everyone that you talk to is, is, is viewing or experiencing the same thing. This is this is a, a system wide thing that I personally believe was done on purpose to destabilize the family. If you don't have a family unit at home, think about in DC when they were gonna let children, or I think they actually passed the law, children decide whether or not to take certain vaccines and medications. They can now, as a child, speak to their doctor on their own. We're not talking about necessarily vaccines, but you now as a child in DC, they were gonna pass a law where at eleven up you could deal with the doctor on your own. That is further separation from single parent or you know, a traditional family unit and the child and the government. So this is all to destabilize everything. As a as a man, if I had a wife and child at home or just a, a, a partner, somebody, a woman, I would be much more inclined to fix problems on a political or a social or a local scale than I would be as a single man. I will right say now, this I though. I, I think people, I'm of the firm believer that if it's your time to have children and you want to have them, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, however you want to do it, mm, whatever you identify with, with you should have a child whenever I you are ready. I, I, I disagree I, with that. I, I agree if you From remove, personal experience and also knowing mm. that there's many people who are in marriages who are single parenting. 
I, just because you're in a marriage doesn't mean that you're not the one doing single parenting stuff. There's yeah. many women I know, especially from the culture that I come from. Yeah. It's very common in the culture that I come from. You're in a marriage with someone, but you as a woman are doing everything when What's it comes to culture? rearing this child. I think in the African but, culture, I'm going to say African overall, yeah. but I obviously come from an East African so country. So you speaking for Africa. Yeah. I'm speaking from an African perspective. Okay. You can dissect just, it however wanna, you want. Wanna, you can dissect it however you want. But I think there's a lot of people who just decide to get married because that's what society tells them to do. And mm-hmm. then at the end of the day, you can be married. You can have a spouse, but you end up bearing 100% of the responsibility of raising a child. Right. You're raising that child by yourself in a quote-unquote marriage. There's no help. Somebody's mm-hmm. not helping you take care of the kids, drop them off at school. It's not even involved in their child's life. And you want to tell me that's better than me deciding to do it on my own just mm-hmm. because I have a partner with me on paper no i think then even in that situation we have to look at what society is saying these societies basically if you look at each society and country and culture as like a company you work for this company you get you get full health benefits you get a company car you get corporate housing this is how to set up you work here you're on your own the pay may be better the opportunity the potential to rise up may be better that's how we had to start looking at these things at the end we're all humans there's, there's a certain commonality between us and the cultural thing is what separates us what's going on here my personal opinion is a total destabilization of the family unit not saying and and i think this ties into when and how you think it's an intentional thing absolutely okay so just before we get down this rabbit hole i just was curious does that does that does that go for divorced families as well you know, a man and a woman have children together, and then they divorce, and they go their separate ways, and the man is not involved in the child's life. Is that? And, and the woman decides to raise that child by herself. That's a problem in, in and of itself. Kind of like going back to what Sean was saying. Men today are spoiled little bitches. Who, who, where do you get off not wanting to take care of your child? Well, and I'm yeah. not talking about the situations where the woman is interfering with the man's ability to take care of his child. I'm talking about the men that choose not to. Um, because they just don't feel like they need to support this child. Or they don't want to do that stuff. I know too many niggas that spend all their time with their side piece girls, playing video games, going to the club, on Tinder. I'm like, when are you going to go see a kid? When you going to go see a kid? I feel like that's a character issue, not so much it's a societal not, issue. I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about those brothers because I don't even. I don't, well, I'm just saying. I feel like don't you think that's a character issue? Even, listen, it's I don't. Even, but do you think that kind of attitude manifests itself when you are dating? Maybe this topic so. Started maybe on so. Date, uh, this topic started when we we're talking about just how hard it is to date. It, I mean, I is. think it's hard as a I black think woman. All ties in. I think as a black woman, it's very hard to date no. in DC because no, I let's... think there's way more educated men than there are women. If, Wait, what? You mean educated women? Women than there are men, yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, way more educated women, thank you for correcting me, than there are men. That's what I meant. And our standards are high because we have the option. Because now, we don't have to tolerate here's, something now, that we here's can what tolerate I, Here's before. what I will say. Here's what, hold on, let me. ISO, 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 ISO. ISO, okay. ISO is a basketball, it's kind of pretty much like clear out. Get out the way. I'm going straight to the basket. Because if you get out the way, your defender has to get out the way as well. So do they yell this stuff in basketball? Sometimes. Yeah, ISO, ISO, ISO. So basically, clear out. To me, for starters, I think that the notion that women um, are deciding to raise children on their own and kind of do everything is an after effect of Reaganomics. What do I mean by that? Obviously, we know there were there's a war on drugs. 
There were scores of black men who were sent to jail and black women who were sent to jail due to mass incarceration and became institutionalized and were not able to be contributing members of society. Now, most women who maybe even women who are listening have can count on two hands or maybe one hand a list of female role models that are in their life. They probably have their mom, the grandma, aunt. And two family friends, at least. I can promise you that men do not have the same list of their dad, their grandfather, and and three other uh, or uncles of, and just a host of male role models. And so we turn to most, a lot of black men turn to uh, rap. They turn to sports, which is steep at least rap music, steeped in misogyny, let's keep it real, but also women creating the music that they're creating, and I recently had this debate, creating the music that they're creating, it's kind of them deciding to take their power, power back, because why let a man degrade me and and uh, kind of make music steeped in misogyny when I can make music degrading myself? As well, they don't really mean it. They don't. They don't mean it, and they don't see it that way. But the truth of the matter is, is that you have to use your body to sell sex and to make money. Then it 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 it's that's a whole nother topic May for I another just day. Ask a very simple question. Sure. Why does this bother y'all? It doesn't why bother. Why does no, it no, bother? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Why. I didn't even finish my statement. Okay. Why does a woman deciding having options, I'm not saying bothers you specifically, you two in front of me, because I don't think that you guys necessarily think that women Listen, I'm out of the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like, this out, is like a, a characterization of what you think in general, but why does it bother men that women have options? Options it doesn't, do whatever it doesn't, they want. It doesn't bother. I don't know if it bothers men that women have options. I think realistically, men are still, black men specifically, because I cannot speak to other men. Black men specifically are still suffering from Reaganomics in a way that black women are not. And unfortunately... I think black women get residual. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not saying that they don't suffer at all, sorry. I'm not saying that they don't suffer at all. What I'm saying is that you, most women have more role models, more figures in their family who they can either learn what to do or learn what not to do from. Most men do not have those same figures. So we have to look to the world for examples of who to be, what we should be, and how to be. We don't have as many role models because most of our role models are either dead, in jail, or they are rapping. And the only ways that they could become that uh, 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 alpha male or top ten male. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, as he would as evolved. Oh God, no! No, listen, <laughs> listen, because it's it's a real point. Now, a lot of a lot of people listen, especially as we in this mental health society. When men talk, sometimes women don't want to listen. And the truth of the matter is, is that there are not. The truth is, there are not as many men. Older men from various generations to guide and lead us. A woman, as much as she is beloved, as much as she is uh, uh, supported and cared for, older women, you cannot teach me how to be a man. Um, okay. I just want to say, first of all, it's what? Uh, he's not saying you. He's oh. just saying. <laughs> I would argue most women. I like you were shooting at me. I no, was no, like, no, no, no. I meant women in general. How many? Okay. Like, this and we can do a poll on Instagram or whatever social media app we're 
we are on. How many women know a man that is taking care? And when I say taking care, I mean socially, financially, emotionally taking care of more than one person. And I'm in, in, in terms of providing services like picking up groceries or helping with their yard or providing uh, uh, providing mentorship. How many men do you know that are supporting more than one person other than themselves? I want to hear what Steve had to say because you're about to say something before I jump in. I would argue that none of that matters. I don't think women care about that. I think especially now that they're they're free and are, are regaining their power that should have been theirs. Is it's, it's not what men have come. This is what I think a part of the incel group and this whole red pill shit is all about. I don't think most men don't understand any women. And I think few women understand any men. And I think what going back to your point earlier, what bothers you? What bothers uh, men about like women having options? I don't think for me personally, nothing bothers me about women have options. I just try to tell my friends because I have female friends. A lot of men think I'm weird for having women friends that I'm not trying to sleep with. Oh, they give the best game. Right. So my thing is I want y'all to be realistic about what you're dealing with. Like, so because your dating pool is smaller, you're now going to have to deal with a lot of things that you don't want to, and you're going to have to respect the position that you, the corner you backed yourself into into society by having such high standards, which I believe are warranted outside of ones that are caused by society or when you're on birth control. Because there was a study done that women choose a particular kind of man when they're on birth control, which is why a lot of women, after they have children, they no longer want to be with that man. Well, I just that's wanted, a whole other thing. I just wanted to, to say something that, Sean, you said what what women know, or what you was going to be a poll that we're going to put up. And I actually mm-hmm. do want to put this up. But you, the question was, do women know men? A man. A man who's, giving, who's supporting more than five women or five people in general? No, no, no. That's supporting someone other than just themselves in terms of financially, emotionally. Are you gonna? Are you thinking that's going to be a large or small number when you do that? A small number. I don't think that it, is, I, I think it's going to be a small number you, because who do cares? You guys th- do you guys think you're you're those people? No. Do you think you don't think you're a man that supports more than five people? And you're saying it doesn't have to be five women specifically, more than five people in any way. He said emotionally, financially. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. If you're part listen, man. Do you think you're that person? I know I'm that person. Do you, saying, see, do you think you're, you're that person? That emotionally and all that, yes. Two men friends, right now that I know in I'm my life. My friends clothing label. Two men that I know right now in my mm-hmm. life. I can name three others quickly. My friends. Right, right, right. right. But, but I grew up with. But, right, but it's about the but, character see, of a man, not but, like. A, I would argue that doesn't matter, and neither does the character of a man. You, I, I think if 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 you realistically look at all the bullshit that you dealt with, and your dating experiences, you were willing to put up a lot for a little. The men at the top of the game right now have. A pick of the litter. Like, and I think that's part of the problem. Now you've come into your power and you thinking you're going to have a whole bunch of munches, but you don't want them. Mm-hmm. That's not what women are looking for. I used to so be now you're, you're above the average man. You're above the, the vast majority of men. We're talking about black men. You're talking when about I got at that least job. 
Child, child. <laughs> when I got that, listen, listen. 2016, every black man can, uh, not every, but a lot of black men can test. 2016, 2017, it was a different year, it was a different time. When you had that new job, it was Friday night, and you had that little connection, that date on hinge. You felt like the man. Mm-hmm. I remember that time. What, however, what I am saying is that I think that it is important to establish friendships where you learn what women are going through. Like I don't know. I'm sure some people might remember there was a poll either on Instagram, on Twitter, or somewhere where somebody asked women, if there were no men around, what would you do? The overwhelming answer, which really took me by surprise, the overwhelming answer was go out and go for a walk at night. And that really, that shook me because I was like, geez, what does that say about men? That women don't feel comfortable going out at night. That says a lot. Now, mm-hmm. I am not. I, I, I'm not. I've never catcalled, nor I don't. You know, believe I harassed a woman. I haven't harassed a But I think that realistically, it just there are certain manners and certain uh, uh, there's a certain responsibility. When I'm whenever I'm around a woman. I feel a certain responsibility to, at the very least, make sure she is okay. In the sense of, if there's some danger or some harm, um, then if there's some danger or some harm coming or close proximity, then I have to make sure that she is all right. I and, argue that that puts you at a disadvantage in the dating game. Oh, I'm out the game. I mean, yeah, you're out of the game. But I would, argue, I, I would argue that puts you at a disadvantage because, once again, we're, we're, these are Disney stories. The white knight, ready to defend the princess at any time. I'm ready to draw my sword. Meanwhile, Rasputin's over here with a 12-inch joint sleeping with the queen. <laughs> like, you got to understand, like... <laughs> We've they missed sold. that in the Disney Channel movie. We've been so... Was it, well, Anastasia, I was like, Disney didn't Yeah, they, Disney didn't make Anastasia? Mm-hmm. No, another company made. Well, they that missed that. DreamWorks. In, they missed no, that in the Anastasia movie. That was Disney. That had to be. That like that was Disney. But let's keep. Let's, okay. There's a joke about she's. We people think she's a Disney princess, but she's not. Mm-hmm. So like, well, one thing that I've learned, like, because I was on that path of, and I'm not like Red Bull. I'm not oh he rascals hate women club type stuff. No, I'm nowhere near that. I'm. I understand how things are being done, at least from my perspective. You were. It, it's. You are far worse off trying to cater to a woman than getting her to try to cater to you because it's a numbers game. It's just like, once again, like, listen to the psychologist. Men treat jobs like, women treat men like men treat jobs. It's all about what you have. If I am a terrible boss, but I'm offering a great benefits package, stock options, company car, great parking spot, office window. That's a good ass job. I'm going to take that asshole job because I don't, I have all these benefits. Men think that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the super nice boss. I'm going to rub your feet, pat you on the back. You're my number one employee, blah, 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 blah. That's going to get them to women. Women appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate you seeing me and recognizing me. Hello, friend. But that's not the job. That's not ultimately where they want to end. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. These are some interesting takes. And I did have a feeling before we started recording this that would definitely be two different perspectives for mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful that you guys have talked candidly about this. But I feel like there's definitely more to unpack. And That's I feel like we need unpack. another episode to unpack a lot of this. But... Have my green M&Ms. Okay, next time we're going to have all your, all your M&Ms. 
whatever liquor you want on hand because we want to keep unpacking some of these thoughts. And I just want the whole world to know about my black brother. Okay. I love you. No. Try it's not registering. I want you to know that I'm here for you forever, true. Cause you're my black. That's a real song. I know. So who's the singer? Angie Stone. Shout out to Angie oh, okay. Stone on Women's History Month making a song for the brothers. Okay. We love our black women. We choose our black women because the world decides not to choose y'all, but we choose y'all. <laughs> actually, actually, the Pope versus the black. I mean, listen, hey, the, the healthcare system says that they're not choosing black women. We need so to get into that in the next episode because I don't think I have the capacity to go down it's, that it's, road. It's, it's real chaotic about to go over down here. The Pope prays to a black woman. Whoa, hey. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's wait a little bit. We're going to wait till we have a little bit more liquor. Clearly, y'all, clearly, y'all, we, this has been an amazing, amazing episode. Um, I think it's only fair that we let, you know, Steve close out with you know, uh, a word of wisdom. Brother Steve, close out with a word of, of wisdom. So, uh, my name is Sean. My name is Diana. This is the meeting room, and we're closing out with the word of wisdom from Brother Steve. We're going to let a few seconds play out so he can, you know, think about his words of wisdom. My words of wisdom are believe in yourself. Very cliche, very cliche. But it's true. You are your own world. You are the main character of your story. If you're not writing yourself a happy ending, who will?